This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of 1 John. said is on judgment day many will say to me Lord Lord I did this I did that I did these things in your name and I will say to them depart from me workers of iniquity I never knew you right so in effect he was saying there are an awful lot of pretend Christians many of whom are self-deceived many of whom think they're okay with the Lord when according to the Lord they're not okay with him we all know pretend Christians Usually, they are not even aware of it, but they have been deceived and believed in doctrines that have led them away from the Savior. As Pastor Robert teaches us in today's message, as believers, we can't ignore this. We need to confront these people with the truth in love before it's too late. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. was able to open things up a little bit and I said to the students one day why don't we go do an outreach let's just go out in the streets and pray for people and uh, they all got excited immediately there was this there was there was this wide-eyed cheer from the students now I have to be honest with you I wasn't expecting that usually in my experience when I mentioned to a room full of Christians we're going to go do an outreach this weekend what I get is, is wide-eyed, fearful, we are? What does that mean? And, you know, this was 18 young adults. They were all, uh, well, all except one were um, between the ages of, say, 18 and 28 or 9. One was a little older, but they all got excited about it, and they really jumped into it. And we, we, had, a, we had a great time. We've got one coming up this month, the Harvest Festival. And I, you guys always jump into that and participate, and we have a, have a good time with it. But Don and I, you know, as we talked about pastors, you know, like church families and pastors being involved in, in, in the lives of people and getting involved in more than just Sunday morning, we also talked about a couple of brothers who failed within the last couple of years to do what this passage encourages. And we talked about how heartbreaking it is when when you see a brother in the Lord throw everything away and lose their reward. You know, the Bible talks about, Paul mentions it, brothers who, it's like, oh, they're, they're saved. They're, yeah, they're going to they're gonna be in heaven, but it'll be like you know, the seat of their pants will be smoking as they walk in the door kind of a thing, right? Everything behind them is burning up. It's heartbreaking. As my old YWAM boss, 
used to tell us from time to time. Live circumspectly. I remember the first time he said that to me, like, what? I'm a country boy. Spell that out. What does that mean? Look to yourself. That's what it means. Look to yourself. And the Bible says right here, you better look to yourself because you have issues. And I want you to please write this down. Go home and think about it. Because what we see right now in our faces on the news media is a reflection of our own hearts and lives. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Chew on that one in prayer for a while. Because it's who we are. It's who we are. Look to yourselves. Subpoint number two. Whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. He who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. Now, what this is talking about, again, remember this whole thing about the spirit of Antichrist and the Gnostics who deny that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. In other words, that God himself put skin on, became a man, lived among us. Those who, who deny that simple truth of the incarnation... They were never part of the body of Christ to begin with. Jesus said there are a lot of pretend Christians. He didn't say it exactly like that. What he said is on judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, I did this, I did that, I did these things in your name, and I will say to them, depart from me, workers of iniquity, I never knew you, right? So in effect, he was saying there are an awful lot of pretend Christians many of whom are self-deceived, many of whom think they're okay with the Lord when according to the Lord, they're not okay with him. So it kind of points back to that previous thing, look to yourself, because he's the only one that can make that call, right? Your pastor can't make that call. Your friends and family can't make that call. It's something you need to get with him about. But 1 John 2.19 says, they went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. Pretend Christians. Fooling themselves, quite possibly fooling other people. Number three, he says, if anyone comes to you and does not bring this doctrine, do not receive him into your house nor greet him, for he who greets him shares in his evil deeds. Now, again, what he's telling us here is that we can, we can disagree about music, methodology, when the rapture is going to happen, if there's going to be a rapture. We can disagree about who wrote the book of Hebrews, but we can't disagree about Jesus being God in the flesh. That, that, it's just not even up for discussion. And so the idea here is to not allow someone who was either self-deceived or deceiving, pretending to be a Christian, to perpetuate that deception. Don't, don't enable them. Don't help them to, you know, to spread that false doctrine. He's not saying literally in this situation that you shouldn't say hello to them. The, the idea is don't embrace them or their doctrine. Don't, don't overlook it. Don't pretend it's not an issue. Don't play along. For their sake and for the sake of the younger brothers and sisters in Christ who might be confused by their false doctrines. One of the mistakes that I made many years ago as a pastor is in 
overestimating the maturity of, of some in the church. I, I, there, there was somebody that was, um, I, I thought, oh, they'll never buy it. And many of them did. Many people did buy the false doctrine. Do you understand what I'm saying? I was shocked by that, caught off guard by it. And what the Bible is, is telling us here is, no, call it what it is, hoping that as they're confronted with the reaction of real Christians, they'll wake up and come to their senses and, and realize, no, wait a minute, something's, something's off. Truth in love. Truth and love always work hand in hand. You know, one of the things that's being peddled today is love without truth, but that's just sentimentality. It's just emotionalism. It's not actually love. And, and we see a polarization in, in our country right now, you know, where you've got, you know, on the one hand, that, that just emotionalism, you know, it's all about love, love wins, all this stuff that, you know, it's like sentimentality. But, but then on the other so it's sort of a, a sort of a, a brutality, a legalism, you know, truth without any love behind it. But that's not really truth. As I've said to you guys so many times in the past, it, it, it's it's not love if it's not true. But neither is it truth if it's not loving, because it misrepresents the heart of God. God is love, according to 1 John 4, 16, and God is truth, according to John 14, 6. It's not either or. He's, he's never one without the other. He's both. Now, which part of this speaks to your heart today? Is he calling you to be more others-centered? Love one another, put others first, rather than being self-centered? Or maybe there's somebody that, that you've been kind of playing along with that right now God is urging you for their sake to stop enabling them to pretend to be a Christian when they're not at all living out anything like Christianity. Or maybe somebody's misrepresented the Lord to you in, in the past and now you're struggling to believe that God's love for you is real. But it is, that's why you're here today. He's drawn you in his love to his truth, to his eternal life. so much for joining us today. We are so excited. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We are so thankful to God for what He's doing. And we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's Word all over the world. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station comes at a cost. We purchase time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open up more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. 
Now here's Tracy with some more information about the Main Thing Radio podcast. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.